everybody, it's Jessica and Sadie, and today we're talking about uh, Season 6, Episode 6 of The Amazing Race. We're your hosts for this very exciting, fun podcast, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> and this very exciting episode. This was a very good episode, I feel like. So, if you guys didn't watch Season 6, Episode 5, where Jonathan had that huge blow-up, and this one, like you should, you should go watch them because they're very exciting and entertaining. But I just keep thinking about last episode and how Jonathan was towards his wife, and I cannot stop thinking about it. I honestly cannot believe somebody would act that way on national television. Like, yeah, it's just it appalls me, and I can't get over it. <laughs> and he is just still awful in this episode. Yeah, the fact that they didn't eliminate him on the spot for like pushing her. Yeah. Or yeah, where <laughs> Because if you thought of him like if he pushed another team's a team member from another team. Yeah. If you had like a physical altercation and you like touched another team member, I'm sure you would be eliminated right yeah. then. But it was his own teammate and his own wife. So like nowadays, how would they have handled that? Like first of all, I don't think they would have cast him. Oh, no. And so, like, back in 2004, when reality television was, like, fairly new, were they trying to be just another, you know, very exciting reality show with crazy characters to get people to watch, like, Big Brother or, like, Jersey Shore or something? Because I just can't believe they cast him. I really can't believe it. Um, well, this episode aired on December 21st, 2004. And... Yeah, we uh, Jonathan has more terrible behavior in this episode coming up. Yep, but <laughs> I, I'm like I don't want you guys to like watch because I mean I mean I think you guys should watch because it's a very interesting show, but I just don't want you guys to watch just for him. There's other very interesting teams and things happening, and it's a very good season despite him. Right. So, anyways, <laughs> let's get into it. Episode six. So we're in, we're in Berlin, Germany, and we're leaving from Brandenburg Gate. The first team to leave are Freddie and Kendra at 2.55 a.m. And then John and Victoria right after at 2.56 because, like we said, they did not get first last episode. And he was so upset. It was like he lost the million dollars Yeah, last episode. It was like... Because he dropped his bag and wanted to run to the pit stop and Victoria didn't want his bag to get stolen. So she picked it up and then that's why he pushed her. That was the whole mm -hmm. sources of the drama. So they were one minute behind Freddie and Kendra. Yeah. And the clue says, make your way to the guard check at Checkpoint Charlie, which was the east and west border crossing of the old Berlin Wall. Yeah, the old Berlin Wall. And you have $408. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Europe is expensive. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Victoria talking. And she says, like, I don't I don't like people yelling at me, but that's just Jonathan. That's just John. Like, yeah. she's just used to it. She just accepts it. And nobody should accept that behavior. Yeah, me and Sadie were just talking about how there's some theories on the Facebook group that maybe Jonathan, like, really isn't as bad as he seems. He's just, like more playing a character or like 
like amping up the bad personality to try to be famous or yeah but no i think that's just how he is i don't think anybody could pretend this good or act this good who wasn't a true actor (laughs) and i don't think his wife would act that good yeah like i really don't think that's what's happening here he's just really terrible it's just how they are so then hayden and aaron leave at 3 11 a.m and John and Chris at 3.12, Gus and Hera at 3.13. So there's another little group of teams there right after each other. Freddie and Kendra get to Checkpoint Charlie. And there's the, uh, the clue that they get says to go to the Olympic Stadium, home of the 1936 Summer Games. And once there, search for a sign-up board near the front entrance. Adam and Rebecca leave at 3.33 and Lori and Bolo at 4.30. So they're pretty... They're pretty far, far behind. behind, yeah. And we have another little interview thing with Rebecca. She <laughs> says, my opinion of Adam has changed. He's just stubborn and spoiled, and I feel like it would be better if we weren't romantically involved. I'm like, yes, Yes, Rebecca. yes, you would. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm glad you're recognizing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So all the teams are making their way either by, like, taxi or on foot to this stadium. It doesn't seem like it's very far away. No. Or, no, they're walking from the Brandenburg Gate to Checkpoint Charlie. That's not very far away. Oh, yeah. But then they get taxis, taxis to the to Olympic the, Stadium. Yes. So when they first left, Freddie and Kendra, Kendra was like, oh, it's like super early in the morning. Should we go back to the hotel and do some research? And Freddie was like, no, I think we should go get the clue. Yeah. And then they kind of drop it. And then they get to the Olympic Stadium and they're there first to sign up, but it doesn't open until 6. So they have like two and a half hours and then Kendra's like, well, should we go find somewhere to do some research? And Freddie is like, what do you mean do some research? We don't know where we're going next. What kind of research do you want to do? Yeah. I think, well, first of all, if it said make your way to a sign-up board, no way would I not go immediately there. Go there, there. yeah. So I would always, like we said last time, go to where you're supposed to be yeah, and then do something, whatever you're going to do. And doing research, I don't think that's a dumb idea. Like they could maybe be like, how far away from here is the airport? Is yeah. it easy to get taxis right here? Something like that. Yeah. Freddie, she's not dumb for wanting to do research, but she shouldn't have done research before reaching the sign-up board. <laughs> yes. Go to your clue first. Yes. And then so she's like, well, we're just sitting here doing nothing. And he's like, you need to calm down. She's like, you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. So they're starting to fight more than they were at the beginning of the season. But... um. This is another point where so Victoria and John are in the cab heading towards the Olympic Stadium and Jonathan is screaming at his cab driver, go, go, or Victoria at this point, she's the one screaming, go, go, it's a green light, it's a green light. He's like, it's not green, it's red. The cab driver says that, it's not green, it's red. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And I think Jonathan makes Victoria like up, like, I want to say the word crazy, but I don't want to say the word crazy. I think he makes her be louder and more obnoxious than yeah, she probably she, like, really is. Yeah, she, like, feeds off of his yeah. energy. Yeah. And they get to that sign-up board, and Hayden and Aaron are there about the same time as John and Victoria, and they're, like, running towards it. It's super dark. Like, they can't find uh-huh. it at first. And, and then- Jonathan's screaming still. Like, his yelling is so <laughs> annoying. Like, it is... It's at a pitch that's just like yes, Ugh. and they don't get their they don't get their name on there before Hayden and Aaron. 
and he puts his name on the board. He puts just his name. He doesn't yeah, put Jonathan Victoria's Baker. Name. Yeah. He puts his last name. And she's like, um, I'm part of the team too. You're not going to put my name down? Yeah. <laughs> so Hayden and Aaron go and sit over by Freddie and Kendra because they're all just waiting for it to open up. Because we said it opens at six, right? Yeah. So they have a couple hours. And Jonathan and, and Victoria go back to their taxi for some reason. Yeah. And like sit to in the yell car. with the yeah. taxi driver sitting there to just scream at each other. And like, you're running your meter for this? Like, <laughs> yeah. So Hayden and Aaron just go sit by Freddie and Kendra and they're like, they should probably have some counseling. Yeah. Like, Chris and John walk up at that point and they're like, can you hear them? They should probably have some counseling. Because Chris and John are so calm. They're just, yeah. They work so well together. They're so nice it's to like each other. It's like nothing bothers them. Yes. They, <laughs> They make a decision. Another one says, yeah, let's do that. Or the other yeah. one's like, oh, you're doing so great. You look so hot. You're so awesome. Yeah. You're so strong. This yeah. is so fun. I just love this experience. <laughs> look at the city we're in. It's so beautiful. They're just like so positive and like yes. just like calm and I love them. enjoyable. Yes. And this episode makes me love them even more. And I want them to win. They're my number one team that yeah. I want to win They're for sure. They're definitely a favorite. So Lori and Bolo end up being last on the list. And the next day when it opens at 6 a.m., it's a roadblock. And it says, who's ready to stretch the limit? There's like this big crane coming in and they're like, what's <laughs> this for? So it turns out it's a, it's called a hot rocket bungee, which is like a slingshot kind of. Yeah, it's like a reverse bungee jump. Like they they strap the person to the ground and they like pull the bungee cord tight so it's like super taut and then they release the feet and then you like shoot up into the air mm -hmm. instead of jumping off of something all the girls end up doing it yeah which they're like this is like girl, girl power, power. <laughs> and rebecca's like adam you're not doing it <laughs> she you're was gonna, so excited about it yeah <clears throat> you're gonna wuss out on me and he's like okay so kendra does it first and it's she does it easy enough and then she gets the clue it says Fly 450 miles to the city of Budapest in Hungary. Once there, choose a notoriously unreliable local car known as a Trabant and drive yourself 62 miles to the town of Eager to this castle there to find your next clue. And then Phil says, if, you're if your car breaks down to no fault of your own, a replacement may be provided. Yeah, when he said may be provided, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, in what situation would it not be provided? Yeah. Um, Hayden the second, Victoria's third, Chris is fourth, Hera fifth, Rebecca sixth, and Lori seventh. All yeah. right, we only have seven teams left. Yeah. <laughs> when Hera was going to do it, she's like, "I can't believe my dad is letting me do this." <laughs> He's like, "I don't like to see my child put herself in unnecessary danger, but I guess I'll let her." <laughs> yeah. Well, you shouldn't have come on the Amazing yeah. Race then. So <laughs> they're not going to do anything that is like you'll die doing. Yeah. So then all of them do that and head to the airport. And then we got a little bit more drama happening here <laughs> with Jonathan. So, so they, oh, sorry. I was going to say the first couple teams get to the airport first and Hayden and Aaron and Freddie and Kendra, they're kind of in an alliance and they find a flight. It's through Malev, M-A-L-E-V. I've never heard of that Ev. airline. <laughs> M-A-L-E-V. <laughs> I've never heard of that airline. <laughs> no, it seems like a local, re like a regional airline. It would be a very short flight. Yeah, 450 miles is not very far. But that one leaves at 11.05. Oh, it arrives no. at 11.05. It leaves at, 945. at Berlin at 9.45. 
So they get those tickets. John and Victoria arrive. Chris and John arrive. And Gus and Hera arrive all about the same time. So Gus and Hera, they go to a ticketing. I don't even know. Like They call it a travel agency, but it's inside the airport. Yeah. But it was like not all the way in. It was like right near the entrance, it seemed like. And John and Victoria go inside and try and get that same flight, the Malov flight. And Gus and Hera get the tickets right before John and Victoria. And then it's sold out. Yeah. So Chris and John and uh, John and Victoria and Adam and Rebecca and Lori and Bolo end up on a second flight, which is Berlin Air. And that one lands at 12.10. Lori and Bolo don't get on that flight. Oh, yeah. They don't get on that flight. That one lands at 12.10. So they're going to be an hour behind the first flight. Lori, yeah. So Lori and Bolo get to the airport and both flights are full. So they get on a Lufthansa flight that lands at 12.20, which is only 10 minutes after the second flight. So... And they have a connection. So they leave first, but they are last to arrive. Yeah. But it lands at 12.20, which is only 10 minutes. Yeah. After so which. not a huge deal. Yeah. And so ugh. John and Victoria find out that they don't get on that first flight or whatever. And Jonathan is just making sure the entire airport knows that he's in a race and he just lost the million dollars because of these ticketing agents and he wants every single agent to know he wants every single person in the airport to know that he lost a million dollars because of them and he's he's in a race and blah 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 he is so obnoxious yeah so obnoxious and he goes up to a specific agent and is like we were here because he finds out gus and Hera got on yeah he's like we were here before them how did you guys give them a ticket before us and the lady's like sorry you know like what 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 do you want me to do you know yeah, she just like looks at him like go away and he is just he has to make sure she knows that he's like she's ruined his life or something yeah like, he says i want you to know that we waited all day other teams got on and we didn't you made us lose the race thank you yeah and then, like slams the tickets on the counter and then walks away it is so annoying. because okay how did you lose the race if there's three other teams on this flight and another person, like another team on a flight mm-hmm. after you. He thinks every single first place leg, every single first place position on every single leg is like the million dollars. Yeah. Like he has to win first place of every single leg or, and he is going to, or and he's going to be lost. Have they won like, any yet? I don't think so. And he does not like that. They've been in second like a lot of times. So. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. So the first flight, the first flight lands. That first flight, like we said, had Freddie and Kendra, Hayden and Aaron, and Gus and Hera. And Gus and Hera end up being the first team out to the cars. So, yeah, they're these little tiny... They're so funny. They all, like, crack up when they get out there and see how small the cars are. Like, Gus can barely fit. I know. That. His belly was, like, right there on the <laughs> steering wheel. They reminded me They remind me of the cars from Luigi's Ride at Disneyland. Yeah. At the cars. Ride. Yeah. They do look like that. <laughs> They look like they're from World War II. Like they're, yeah, they're that old. tiny and old <laughs> and they do look unreliable, like Phil said. And you can see the camera is like the showing all the cars and then there's a truck or like a semi with a flatbed with cars waiting on there. Like they're ready to just replace like, people's yeah, cars. They, they know, know there's gonna- probably some that aren't going to start, which is what happens to Hayden and Aaron. They pick a car and their battery is dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, like, once you've chosen a car, you can't just switch. So, like, that's your car and you have to figure out. So they're like, okay, we have to call the mechanic. And the mechanic comes over and he's like, tries to turn it on. He's like, yeah, the, de- the battery's dead. 
So they switch the cars on the flatbed trailer and mm-hmm. give them a new one. And then Freddie, Freddie and Gus head out with no problems. And the second flight lands and got John and Victoria are the first out of the airport of that group, which is John and Victoria, Chris and John, and Adam and Rebecca. And they're the first in the car and out of the parking lot. And he's like, look at that. I'm just good at cars, okay? (laughs) And Chris and John go, and Adam and Rebecca are struggling getting their car going. And the third flight lands with Lori and Bolo, and they go out to the parking lot, and Adam and Rebecca are still there. So they're just right on, like, an even playing field at this point. Mm -hmm. They're driving to... This town called Egger, and Gus is going, like, really slow because he doesn't want to, like, be too hard on the car so it doesn't break down. Mm-hmm. He said he's a he's a he's an, an engineer aviator. and an aviator. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows how to, like, So he was in the, the CIA. He's an engineer and an aviator. Yeah. He sounds like he's lived a very interesting life. <laughs> and, I mean, I just, I just feel like we're just going to talk about. Victoria and Jonathan so much but it's just oh my gosh yeah this was funny she's like he's driving and she's like turn the air on he's like there is no air she's like I'm just teasing gosh you have no sense of humor like that's literally how they talk to each other but very loud like their tone is like that they're just how are they even married they seem like they despise each other do they have any friends like I could not stand to be anywhere with them like do yeah they, do they go to dinner with people or like it just because he talks that way to her in front of everybody else yeah like if you were victoria's friend and you had a friend married to somebody like that oh my gosh i'd be like please let me help you yeah you do have you- got to get out of there <laughs> <laughs> so hayden and aaron are struggling with directions aaron is driving and hayden is supposed to do the map but she doesn't know how to read a map and so they pass the exit and they just they she just doesn't know how to read a map so that sucks for them (laughs) yeah because they left in the first group they did they were a little bit behind because of their dead well dead (laughs) car battery but then they got really far behind because they missed the exit Mm -hmm. so freddie and kendra get to egger first and it is a detour. And Phil says that the choices are two events associated with medieval castles. The choices are catapult crash or cannonball run. Catapult crash is you have to use a traditional catapult and launch a watermelon 150 feet to smash a target. This task is not physically demanding, but it could take time to master. Like, how do you... How do you, like master that like, i know do you, like do you like move the catapult or like how do you even like change because the target's not even that big either yeah like how do you fix your <clears throat> how you throw the watermelon yeah to, i don't know anyway cannonball run is you have to push a cannon up this hill to a the castle courtyard then carry 55 four pound cannonballs up the hill and stack them in a period pyramid <laughs> <laughs> it's more physically demanding but can be done quickly if they're strong and have the Mm -hmm. endurance so so freddie and kendra choose the cannonball run and gus and Hera arrive and they choose catapult crash what would we have chosen 
I would probably say Cannonball Run. I would think so. Like the catapult thing, like Gus and Hera choose it. He's like, it sounds like more fun. Yeah. And they do like two times and it is, they're not even close. Yeah. Like how do you even, you can't aim with a catapult. Yeah. I, it looks impossible or very luck based. Yeah. It just. So, so. the other one would be hard, but not impossible. And, and you would be done. you'd be done if you could just like. Yeah. Be, get through it. <clears throat> yes. So Jonathan and Victoria get pulled over by <laughs> yeah. a cop because they don't have their lights on. And then he somehow talks the cop into leading them the right direction into this town. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that was amazing. It's amazing the things that I can do. <laughs> Seriously. He's the he most. loves himself, doesn't he? He does. He does. So Hayden and Aaron finally get back on track, head towards the right way, towards the castle. Lori and Bolo are lost. And they have to stop for directions. And Adam can't switch gears in the car. Uh-huh. We have Freddie and Kendra and Gus and Hera doing the detour. And they don't seem to have like too hard of a time with it. It just looks physically tiring. Yeah. But they do it. Freddie and Kendra. Gus and Hera switched. We, oh, yeah. Did we say that? I don't think so. They switched. Because they did it like two times. They're like, oh, we're switching. Yeah. That's crazy. Freddie and Kendra finish first, and the clue says teams must now travel by train to Budapest. Once there, make your way to the Net Club Internet Cafe to receive your next clue. (laughs) When logging into wireless Intel Citrino laptop and log on to America online. I know. (laughs) Like, okay, well, there's an ad right there. (laughs) And, like, how, like, cutting edge this technology was at the time. And when you see it, you're like, wow. That laptop. Looks so old and so... And the the screen of AOL was, like, so, like, pixelated and just mm-hmm. so old. It's so funny. Yeah, we've come a long way. Yeah. They have to get from that castle to the train station. And Freddie and Kendra, they get to the train station at 3.15 and see that the next train leaves at 4.25. So they're hoping that none of the other teams finish and get on that same train with them. We do a lot of back and forth the rest of this episode. Yeah, a lot of back and forth between like the driving and the detour and the driving and the detour, mm-hmm. the cars, somebody breaks down, back to the detour. So Adam and Rebecca break down and some guy on the road just like pulls over and knows what is wrong with it and fixes it yeah. and has it going right away, <laughs> which is really lucky. Yeah. Lori and Bolo are still lost and... Freddie and Kendra are the only ones on that first train. So they're feeling pretty good. John and Victoria arrive to the detour and they choose the cannonball run. And they're yelling at each other through this whole thing. They have a tarp. Where did they get that tarp? I think it was in their backpack. Because Jonathan, I think, was like, can we use the tarp? Go get the tarp. And she runs and just like gets it out of their backpack. Yeah, they have this big green tarp and they like load up all the cannonballs into it to take it in. So that wasn't... Not a smart idea. Mm-mm. Just. I just. Yeah. It's just like a random thing like, to pack. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it could come in handy. Like if it's like raining or, you know, yeah. you be sleeping outside. So when they're pushing the cannonball up the hill, they're yelling at each other so much. And Victoria's like, you got to be the man right now and go and do the front part. And he's like, well, then you be the woman and right now and be quiet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> So Gus and Hera are there at the same time as John and Victoria. And John starts talking to Gus and being like, how did you get our seats? How did you sell our seats? I want to know how you got on that flight. Those were our seats. Yeah. And he will not drop it. 
And Gus is just like leave, like ignoring yeah. him. Basically, Hera doesn't say anything. She just ignores the whole thing. And but he's just talking to Gus. Really, he's like up in his face. Those were our seats. You stole our seats. How did you do that? And Gus is like, we just bought tickets. Yeah, he's like, how did we steal your seats? I don't know what you're talking about. We bought tickets. And he does this for a while, and it just drives them crazy. But they finish the detour and head towards the train station. And John and Victoria take them a little bit longer to do the detour. And Chris and John are kind of having a hard time with their car. <laughs> They're like stalled in the middle of the road and some guy like drives past them and yells at them in Hungarian. And she's like, I don't think that was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> and he has the driver's door open. He's literally like pushing it like a Flintstone car with his feet <laughs> to get off the side of the road. <laughs> And yet they still are just not stressed out and mean to each other. They're still very nice and kind to each other. And Gus and Harry get to the train station at 4.45 and the next one leaves at 5.18. So they're praying. They're like, we really hope John and Victoria aren't on this train because they're driving us crazy. Yeah. And then Gus even says, I hope Jonathan is eliminated. He's starting to become a pain in the butt. (laughs) Yeah. And they finish the detour and end up making it on the same train as Gus and Hera and he will drop He's it. Still again. He Ugh. is he just won't drop it. As they're leaving the detour, he has the tarp on his back like a cape and Victoria like rips it off and he's like, "You never let me have any fun." And she's like, "You can have fun when we're resting." Yeah, they're just awful. And he says to uh, Gus, he's like, we've had a flawless run. If we would have been on that first flight, we would have been first place. But the logic is very flawed with that because, I mean, he doesn't know this yet, but the next task, like, they are all, they can't. The internet cafe doesn't open till 10. Okay, yeah. So they're all basically on even playing field. And, like, what if they would have got there and they would have picked a different car? Like, Mm -hmm. it was all just, like. Everything fell into place for them to be doing well Mm -hmm. this leg, regardless of the flights. So I don't know why he's that mad about it. He's so mad about it. Let it go. He won't (laughs) drop it. And honestly, if if I had some man, like if I was Gus and Hera just trying to ride the train, mind my own business, if I had a man in my face not letting it go and just being like, how'd you get the tickets? Just tell me how you got the tickets. Those are our tickets, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like... Get out of my face. They're both kind of just sitting there quietly. Yeah, just and like Gus trying is, to like look in the other direction. You can tell Gus is getting annoyed. Yeah. I literally, I would say something. I'd be like, get out of my face. Like, don't, don't talk to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. We just got the tickets. I don't know why they didn't say like, we went to this office and we got the tickets. Like, yeah. What do you want us to do about it? Yeah, so Hayden and Aaron arrive at the detour. They choose Cannonball Run, and Chris and John get there as well and choose Cannonball Run. They all dump like they dumped the stuff out of their backpacks to put the cannonballs in, so mm-hmm. that was a smart idea because they both finished it pretty quick. It seemed like, mm-hmm. and this is when Chris is like, "Thank you for being so strong, baby." Like mm-hmm. they're just like so nice to each other. <laughs> um, Hayden and Aaron finish as Adam and Rebecca are arriving, and they choose catap. They choose the catapult. Rebecca chooses it. She's like, I want to do this. This looks fun. And Adam's like, I don't think we should. And they do one watermelon. And she's like, we're, we're switching. The watermelon like goes backwards. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> she's like, we're the most, we change the most detours out of anyone. We're always changing detours, which they have changed yeah. a lot. 
And Chris and John finish. They end up walking to the train station. And at this point, Freddie and Kendra arrive in Budapest on the train. Yeah, lots of back and forth. Yeah. Lori and Bolo at this, like, they're still struggling and their car breaks down at this point. This whole time they've been lost Mm -hmm. and their car breaks down. So they're like, they arrived at the same time as Adam, like, the parking lot, same time as Adam and Rebecca. And they're They're way way behind. And Adam and Rebecca finish the detour as all these other teams are getting to the train station. And Aaron show up to the train station and like the whole way to the detour, like they missed the exit and then Aaron kind of got him back on track and Hayden like a million times was like, are you sure this is the right way? Are you sure? Are you positive? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then they got to the train station and she's like, are you sure this is it? Are you sure? Are you sure this is it? And he's like, you are psychotic. You have to relax. Like. Yeah, he's getting really annoyed with her. It would be kind of annoying. But also, you want to be sure. <laughs> yeah. So the this train leaves at 6.30 and it has Hayden and Aaron and Chris and John. And Adam and Rebecca barely don't make it. And this is the point where we find out the internet cafe in Budapest doesn't open until 10 p.m. Which is so weird. Like, opens at 10 p.m. Usually. Well, I wonder, because it says like net club so is it like supposed to be some sort of like internet cafe slash nightclub maybe i don't know but why don't you tell us about budapest yeah we can tell you about budapest so budapest is the capital and the most populous city of hungary it's the ninth largest city in the european union by population and it is the largest city on the danube river it has about 1.8 million people about 203 square miles it's a primate city which is consisting about 33 percent of the population of hungary the hungarians arrived in this territory in the late 9th century but the area was pillaged by the mongols in 1241 and then it was reestablished during like the renaissance era and then it was under ottoman rule for a long like 150 years and then it became the co-capital of the austro-hungarian empire which was then dissolved in 1918 after world war one so it's been through a lot of change in its history (laughs) under a lot of ruling of other people and then so now it's just kind of its own city with a lot of history and a lot of actually has a lot of universities, 40 colleges and universities. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site and has several notable monuments of classical architecture. The city has about 80 geothermal springs. And the hippos in the in the Budapest Zoo, their bath water is like the spring water and it's warm and it's like the same composition and as the Nile River. So the hippos are very happy there. I like it. <laughs> and it has the largest geothermal underground cave system. So there's like a whole other world underneath the city of like a cave system. And people go spelunking there and do a lot of tours underneath Budapest. It has about 12 million international tourists a year, making it highly popular. Hungarian is one of the most difficult languages in the world to learn. I don't remember, was it when we were in Sweden or in Norway where they, or Iceland, 
where <laughs> you know, one of the, I think it was Iceland, they have to approve the name of your child. Oh, yeah. It was Iceland. It's I didn't an, know that about Hungary, though. Yeah, the naming law. You have to choose from a name of a pre-approved list. And any deviation must be approved by application. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I think that that uh, is needed by some people in America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks like a very interesting city. Budapest, I don't, for some reason, that's just been like somewhere somewhere that I've always really wanted to go. Yeah. I would love to do that area, like Austria, Hungary, like Romania, Prague. Yeah, that Czech would be Republic. really yeah. cool to do. A Danube River cruise. Yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> that would be really cool. And like as you go down the Danube River, so they, I think a couple of teams mention it, like how that that big building that's like right on the river that's Mm -hmm. i just looked it up it's the parliament building yeah and it's like so just amazing it looks so cool it's the third largest parliament building in the world but yeah it's very like a huge a huge building but there's a lot of that time period of architecture there Mm -hmm. which is so like beautiful and just seems so old-timey and like like a fairy tale almost yeah well, we're waiting for the Internet Cafe to open mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. Jonathan and Victoria are in a taxi. Because they arrived by train. That second train arrived. Oh, yeah. Second train arrived. They're getting in the taxi. They're yelling at their taxi driver mm-hmm. over and over. Hurry. In it, we're in a race. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And the taxi driver puts his hand up and he's like, finito. And he makes them get out. And I was so happy. <laughs> yes. He gets out of his car and he opens the I – mean, he gets out of his front seat. He opens the back door and he makes them get out and they're like they're so like quiet then they're when like, they oh, okay. they're like oh, okay <laughs> and they get out and get another cab and like just start yelling again we're in a race do you understand race yeah i the thing i was thinking of at this point was something that i've never really thought about do they have to get the taxi driver's permission to like put a camera in their taxi and then like be on the show and I know how long does that process take of getting it actually? Yeah, like cab? can you just like hop in a cab and leave? Or like do you have to be like, okay, we have a camera, we're doing a TV show. We they have to ride in the front seat with you. Yeah. So yeah, I don't interesting, know. like just kind of behind the scenes stuff that we haven't thought about or yeah. I hadn't thought about quite yet. So those teams on the second train arrive and they see that the cafe doesn't open for like two and a half hours at that point. Lori and Bolo's car broke down, so they were just, like, sitting on the side of the road waiting for another car to come, and it finally arrives. And the third train arrives in Budapest, and Adam and Rebecca on the fourth train arrive. So they're all just kind of, like, waiting for that cafe to open as Lori and Bolo are doing the detour, which they obviously choose Cannonball Run. I was like, this detour is, like, made for them. (laughs) They would be stupid not to. (laughs) And they do it, seems like, pretty easily. Adam and Rebecca, they arrived to the internet cafe about nine. So that's when like everybody's kind of like waiting for it to open. And that means Lori and Bolo had to get to the train station to still get into Budapest. Mm-hmm. And they find out that the train doesn't leave until 7.23 a.m. the next day. Yep. There are no more trains that night. That is so disappointing. And they end up sleeping outside like in the rain. Yeah. It's like it's this rainy. ominous music. And there's lightning going off and it's raining and... And the doors open of the internet cafe and all the teams will start walking in there. And then, as you see Lori and Bolo laying on the side of the street in the rain. <laughs> like at the train station. It seems mm-hmm. like they're kind of like on the train station benches. 
And then it goes to a to-be-continued screen. Yes. This is, I think, the first time we've had that. I know. I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode went by really fast. Like, it wasn't an entire, like, episode. Mm -hmm. But so much was happening and so much, like... I Interesting even, stuff I was even happening. knew it was going to be a to be continued because you texted me, but like I kind of forgot. And so we only had like 10 minutes left. And I'm like, nobody's checked in at the pit stop. Like, well, it doesn't seem like there's enough time to finish yeah. this out. But I wasn't even thinking that. I was just like, wow. I, I think the episode was so entertaining. I didn't even realize it had been that long. Mm-hmm. And it said to be continued. I was like, wait, what? So I texted <laughs> Jessica. I'm like, did you watch episode six yet? And she's like, no. I'm like, it ends in a to be continued. I want to watch the next one right now. And I still haven't yet. And I really want to. No, I haven't either. Because we we tried one time to watch two episodes and then record two episodes. And it just kind of got confusing. And like, we knew it was going to happen when we were recording mm-hmm. the first episode. So it just like seemed not as authentic. So we like to watch, then record, watch, record. So yeah, yeah. we now need to watch season... I mean, episode seven, but this is the last episode of this first batch. So you guys are going to have to wait two weeks. You guys also have a to be continued. (laughs) And maybe you'll be at the edge of your seat like us. Yeah. So another thing with this season, we were like, there's 13 episodes, which we're like, what? That's a lot of episodes. But one of them was One of them's like a recap episode. The next one, I think, after this. Like, because it, it w- would have been, like, the week between Christmas and New Year's. So, they did just, like, a like a recap of the season so far. So, yeah. there's not actually only 12 episodes with that are racing episodes. So, we're not going to recap the recap. No. We're just going to move to episode 7. But well, if you're I watching this- episode 8. Yeah, episode 8. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, those people that had this to be continued. I was going to say. Then had to watch a recap episode. <laughs> and then wait another week. for Back in 2004, <laughs> if you were like, it was Christmas time. You're like- I'm gonna. Ah. I'm so excited for the Amazing Race, and then you saw this one. You're like, "To be continued," and then you, you get in, like, sit down at the TV because you used to have to do that. Sit down yeah. at the TV at the time, and it said recap episode. I'd be so mad. Like, ah, I'm gonna have to wait another week. Ugh. Maybe they told them at the end of next week or next week is a recap episode. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because it always does say like, "Stay tuned after the credits for scenes from our next episode." So they probably. I always skip that though because mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I like to be surprised at where they go next. I don't like to know ahead of time. skip it, too. Yeah. Where do you think they're going? they are going next? Well, I feel like the whole next episode has to still be Budapest. Yeah, because we just, they just got, got, there. got there. Oh, yeah, because they haven't done whatever. Like, what else are they going to do? Because they've already done the roadblock. And a detour. And the detour. So is the internet cafe thing just going to tell them to go to the pit stop? And then we have just, like, a whole new lake. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, yeah, is it? Yeah, is it going to just be a clue that says go to the pit stop, and all these teams are going to be running to the pit stop at the same time, the same time. except for Lori and Bolo? <laughs> yeah. Or is it going to be like continue racing? I don't know. Like a mega leg. Yeah. Well, I now know. I want to go home and watch it. So I know. <laughs> we get to watch it now. You guys stay tuned for two weeks from now when we release the second half of season six and find out what happens yeah and yeah we will see you in a couple weeks thanks for listening thanks for listening this is the amazing rewatch podcast you can email us at the amazing rewatch at gmail.com 
You can find us on Instagram at The Amazing Rewatch, or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.